what up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 258. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about the Patreon, merch shop, food delivery, workers, car dealerships, cop shootings, border wall, Afghanistan, sweet tea, video games, dabs, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. To the millions and millions of fans that missed me last week, I apologize. I had to work, but I'm here today. I don't know. We only have, you know, a hundred or less, but you know, appreciate you guys. That's right. Uh, yeah, I think I did announce on one of the podcasts we're quitting at 500. So one of the ones that came out in the last week, unless we blow up and start making lots of money off. Well, of it. in the last month, I have kind of missed two, and that's kind of unusual. I don't yeah, so, well, I mean, yeah, your lot's crazy. It's, it's 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 been cool, man. This has been an experience, man. I fucking I, I love doing it. It's like the one thing I look forward to every week. Right. So like if we could just pull in fifty thousand dollars a year um on Patreon, I think we could just quit our jobs and make that work. We'd split it, you know, we could probably just do more. I don't know. Hell yeah. We just have a live station one by one of these used car lots and just go sit up there and talk all day. Hell yeah. Let people call in, bullshit with them. Um all right, first thing I gotta get into is our patron. I mean, Patreon. And uh, we got some new patrons around here. You know, so let's shout out the normal co-producers. My mother, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall the Dharma Initiative Bear, and itchaboyh2.com, who is relatively new. And then we have another new co-producer jumping up from a normal fan to the co-producer level, who is Jackie Daytona. Still don't know who exactly Jackie Daytona is. I feel like it has to be someone I know. And I just don't know that that's like their actual name, you know, like right. I know them by like some other name or something. Um, but shout them out for yeah. joining. Hell yeah. Appreciate you. Thank you. We definitely appreciate it. Um, and then also we have a merch shop at shop.spreadshirt.com slash podcast mo. If you want to rep a podcast <clears throat> with mo t-shirts. Think about it. Um, so, yeah, man, it's been two weeks since you've been here. Um, I'm sure a whole bunch has happened for you. Man, honestly, I'll have to think about it, you know, because I'm a pothead, but man, it's been like work, 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 work. Right. And it's like just been getting called in every day. I think I had like 48, 49 hours last week. Yeah, you've been working the whole time. So that's why you missed last week uh, is because they called you into work and it's just just the way it goes. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm a pizza slinger, <laughs> but, you know, there's money to be made if you right. if you keep your options open. They're trying to lock me down in an hourly position and I'm like, nope. If I wanted to do that, I would have stayed with old Peter Griffin across the way. Right. It was a player's club. Um, I like to, I like to, well, delivery driving feels like, I mean, Brass Rex relates to this. It kind of feels like a legal hustle. Right. I mean, because there's You're one guy. You're your own boss in a way. Well, and, there's one guy, like, like there's, there's customers. You can work tips out of them. Right. And I do it constantly. There's one guy that most people, they won't even ask him to sign their receipt. He seems annoyed every time you ask him to sign their receipt. But after about five times of this, he leaves me a $2 tip every time if I ask him to sign a receipt. Right. But most drivers say, man, that motherfucker don't tip. And I say, here's how you get this guy to tip. And they come back and they had $2. I'm like, they're like, thank you. I'm like, I'm like yeah, it's only $2, but still $2 more. Right. And this dude orders fucking nine times a week at his business and his home. When the address comes up, I can tell you the name, the order. Right. I, mean, I mean, there's several customers like that. There's some customers that I purposely take dog treats with me. I just wish I made enough money that I could feel comfortable using any of these apps. You know, like that's where I'm at on it. When I think about it, because uh, the one time I've had experience, it was a great experience. Pal, I used it over here, ordered some delicious food. But like, I've never looked at the price, or I, and I guess I've never actually looked at it. Uh, but to me, whatever price they're charging to deliver that, I would always be like, I'll just go get it and not pay that. You're saving about twenty bucks at least. Uh, yeah. There's no way I can. There's no way I can spend. An extra I mean, $20 we use it occasionally. That's just like a like, like this week. If I had an exhausting weekend and like the kids got busy, shit, we're just go go go, and we're finally at home. We're like, fuck, we don't want to go anywhere. I mean, occasionally, very rarely. I can't. But, but it, it's almost just not worth it because, like, even as a driver for some of these apps, 
Right. You go and there's cards you have to swipe because they're non-partnered and but they're still offering. Basically, they put money on a card and you go pay for it and they pay the company. Some shit like that. Right. Anyways, they put money on this card and I swipe it and I'm looking at the receipt at like let's say Rib Crib, eighteen seventy two, and I'm looking at my screen, thirty six. I mean, it's almost fucking. I mean, it's double. I just, I mean, all I'm saying is I just want to have enough money that I wouldn't think about it because that's yeah. crazy to me. It's just, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's almost double. I mean, right now I would go to Taco Bell and I would order food for me and Koopy and I'd pick it up myself or I'd probably do it on the app or whatever. And I get there and be like, I have an order for Aaron and they would be like a mobile order. Hold on. Cause they don't understand how the fuck, like no one seemed to figure it out in our local Taco Bell. And then eventually they get it. And uh, well, they, some of these companies are rolling these apps out and they're not training the employees. I they're, can see that. They're like something started yesterday, but we just fucking heard of it. Customers know before we do. Yeah. Well, like Taco Bell, they basically just retop in all your stuff on your order. Like, like they reread it off to you but while they're doing it. They're like typing it in. You could tell. So they just re. So like only thing it does for me is when I say like no spicy ranch on, you know, Kubi's order or whatever. At least I know I put that shit in there. You know, yeah. like I mean, so the, the order's not ready when you get there. Uh, no, you just have to jump in the line and just that basically like, the purpose of the app order. I agree. McDonald's handles it pretty well. I mean, I don't, I think they wait to order it as well, but like you can do the curbside to where you just pull up in a stall, tell them what stall you're in, same with Sonic. And then they bring it out to you. Like I, I think those work well. The ones where you're like, just join the drive through line when you get here. I'm like, well, that's fucking stupid. It is my opinion on this. Right. Uh, but I wish anyway. we had a drive through where I work. The yeah. business would triple. Someday, if I ever start ordering from those apps, um, you'll know I made it. That's what I'm letting all the fans know. Well, I've know. got drivers that get pissed off and they're like, man, I deliver for DoorDash on the side and I pull up to like Mazio's and they got drivers sitting there. I was like, you don't understand how it works. These people that use these apps... Only use these apps. Right. I mean, when they're not thinking about Mazio's, they're not thinking about Papa John's, they're not thinking about Pizza Hut Domino's. They're thinking about what does DoorDash have to offer? Oh, fuck. Mazio's on here? Okay, cool. Right. I mean, and so you're getting an extra money because they wasn't going to order you in the first fucking place. The only place I might use it on is KFC because I can never go there because the line's so fucking long at oh. dinner and the parking lot's so fucking steep when you're going to fucking they bring destroy it out your car. To you? I don't know. I don't know how KFC does I think, it. I don't. They don't have an app. No. Oh, the KFC don't have. Are you sure? When towards the beginning of the quarantine, when I looked, they didn't. They had them for a bunch of other countries, but to get it from there, you had to have DoorDash was the only way to do. Because KFC. I was I was delivering Texoma, and I would pull up in on the opposite side of the drive through line, like where the window is. They got those couple of parking spots, right? And the parking spots beside the one I parked in said online ordering. Interesting. Yeah, when I looked up for the apps at the time, there was a KFC Japan, KFC Switzerland, KFC, like all the apps for all these countries. There was no order KFC, like just one KFC American app that I found. And then the other thing that kept on, the number one thing was DoorDash. Like the DoorDash app was the was the KFC app when you just typed in KFC. Yeah, because DoorDash, they, they went big, so they actually get in on the, the place's order screens. Right. Like when you order Chick Fil A through DoorDash, that shit's ready for you. You order Texoma, you go. They got to print out a ticket, re-enter it, like you said. Right. So anyway, um, fucking food, man. Um, something I did last night. I feel like so people just know. Uh, if you were a patron, you could be listening to this right now. For everyone else, it'll be on April thirtieth, uh, which is the Internet Friends Three. Uh, what do we call it? Podcast extravaganza, something like that. I don't remember exactly what I call it. Which is my next album, and I interview uh fourteen, I think, other artists, something like that. And we listen to all the songs. Skinny sat here through the whole thing last night, bored as fuck. We uh, he had this new electronic dab rig, which we'll talk about next. Uh, the new world of that that your eyes have been open to, and uh, we just done dabs on dabs and bowls on bowls, and we got like towards the end, I couldn't keep my eyelids open, and, you know. I'll be real honest. Not many people would probably be able to keep up. And Skinny, he like passed on a couple dabs here or there, but in general, you know, he did. And uh, I mean, by the end, it was like my eyes weren't even open, but I was talking. Mean, I was awake and I was talking normal. Like I don't think on the podcast you can hear, but I was thinking the whole time, like, "Fuck, we smoked way too much to do this." So anyway, it's three and a half hours is how long this podcast Damn, is. Damn, hell uh, yeah! <laughs> so it's a long motherfucker. You ever like do a dab and you're like in that breathing moment, and then it's like Koopy comes in here and tries to talk to you, and then gets mad because she thinks you're ignoring you, but you honestly can't fucking talk. 
Uh, like I have these moments where like the hit was so hard that I'm just I'm not really coughing at the moment. I've already got that out the way, but I'm just all trying to really like still catch my breath and I can't fucking speak. Right. It's like where you'd probably need an inhaler, but we don't actually have asthma, so we're not like used to that feeling, but it's probably what that feeling is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and like they're trying they're looking at But me no, like, no, Koopy would never get mad. Well, I mean, but they look annoyed annoyed while they're talking, and I'm just, you know, I'm just like, fucking leave me alone for like two more minutes, man, you know? Uh, Anyway, Internet Friends 3 special is pretty dope. Everyone check that shit out. Um, I tried to get a haircut last weekend. It did not happen. I don't know if I brought that up on a podcast already or not with Skinny, but I might have. But there was like 12 people in line, not one person there to cut hair yet. And I was like, nope. And then the other Where'd place was shut go? down. Uh, the one over by San Remos. Oh, yeah, man. That, it's always fucking busy. Yeah. And so, well, the other place uh, over by your place is shut down. They had fucking three signs on the shit, and they weren't open at 10 o'clock a.m. on a fucking Saturday. So I was like, I got my hair cut there by the Ashley chick uh, last two weeks ago. Uh, well, I guess there's no one show up to work. And then later that day, where else I go? Fuck. I went to some store. Oh, the shoe department, because I needed fucking shoes or whatever that store is over there. Right? And all their lots were on, but they forgot to unlock the door and no workers were in there. I was like knocking and shit. No one came to the door. It's like 10 a.m. I was like, it's fucking crazy. What is wrong with people? And so I just had a shit day on Saturday trying to uh, get some shit done in this post pandemic world that we're living in, in Oklahoma. People aren't showing up to work, guys. I mean, flat, plain and simple. I like the place I used to work. I got a roommate that works there. It's like, no one's even getting in trouble. It's like, they're just, one dude shows up once every other week. Hell, one dude's just coming in, clocking in. Hell, one dude wants to work. But hell, you know, they ain't trying to pay a motherfucker 113 hours a week. You know, he just right. shows up whenever fuck he wants to. Yeah, it's. <laughs> and then, like, I got people all the time. They just fucking call in. I'm like, how the fuck do y'all live? Yeah, that's, I mean, I told Koopy when I got back, I was like, I guess people just aren't coming to work in these days or whatever. Uh, and so yeah, I think that's about the way the world is at the moment. So we'll see if I ever get a haircut. I'm gonna try again tomorrow really hard because Koopy definitely wants me to get a haircut. Well, yeah. yeah. So you know, I bought that damn car. Yep. I ain't really got to drive it. I've had it in the shop, you know, because I took it back to the dealership. They replaced these codes supposedly. Within like eight hours, they were back on plus an extra code saying it had a misfire. Not to mention, it keeps saying it's overheating. I take it this mechanic where my wife's brother works, you know, because I need to trust a mechanic because the last two have been shit. I mean, one came back fucking with the rods been after I took it to him. Right. My man. Not and good. So this last one. And then I call him and talk to him yesterday. And he's like, man, he goes, I have drove and drove and drove and drove this thing. It will not fucking overheat. And, uh, I'm gonna silence it. No shit. I'm bad. Um, and I was like, I was like, listen, dude, I paid like five grand. I ain't got much more to spend. I was like, I'm telling you, I feel I'm refilling the reservoir every other day. I said I'm a delivery driver. I stop and go a lot. I said it usually takes about six hours into the shift before it finally fucking starts doing it. And uh, he goes, all right, well, I'm gonna get it in a bay and pressurize the shit out of it and see if there's a leak somewhere. I was like, please, something's wrong. And I can't afford another fucking vehicle. And I'm dealing with some jolly bad up in the fucking city that don't fucking understand me. And I fucking call today. And uh, I guess as a new guy, he had an accent, but he's like, oh, I don't work here. You can go. I just started or whatever. I don't know. I don't work here. I wouldn't talk to him. But And uh, so I was like. Really? I said, this dude wants me to give him a review. I said, I ain't giving a review. I said, I ain't even got to drive the damn car. And uh, he goes, I said, where's the title? I said, I only got like 30 days from the purchase. He goes, well, I don't know. I said, but you can take my payment and you can see my information, but you can't tell me a fucking thing. Are you serious? Well, don't you get mouthy with me? I said, I'll get mouthy with you because y'all sold me a piece of shit. He go, well, you talk to the owner. You can come by us. I live in Ada fucking Oklahoma. You're the goddamn employee. I expect you to give a fucking message to your goddamn boss, and I want a phone call tomorrow. And, boy, I let him have it. I said, you can take my fucking payment. Was but that you today? Don't. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, we'll know tomorrow. Oh, yeah. That might have been him calling a while ago. It kind of looked like that number. But. Right. Uh, 
I'm just super unhappy. I mean, but you take it to the mechanic and like he's like, yeah, he goes, he goes, this show and it's misfiring, but I can't get it to fucking misfire. I don't understand. Like, does he have it hooked up to a computer that's showing it? What does he mean? He's I mean, he it? runs it. I'm like, yeah, like my check engine light comes on. Okay. And it's throwing showing two different solenoids are bad, which was the ones I already had replaced and only lasted eight hours before they showed back up. And a misfire. And uh, he said he can't, he's running it and he can't get it to misfire. He's watching it while it runs. I mean, you know, they're trying to watch for the misfires. He said, it's not misfiring. I see. I was like, so it's just throwing a code. He's like, I guess he goes, because, because I can't get fucking get it to misfire. I've drove the shit out of this thing. Yeah. Maybe it's just uh, your computer in your car or whatever. Yeah. And they said, that's like a real expensive motherfucking. I'm sure. Yeah. That's my luck. I mean, that's why. I fucking hate multiple choice. I always fucking choose wrong. Yeah, uh, I like multiple choice, but uh, God damn, I guess I have better with fifty fifty than fucking. I just again, I, I mean, I say this every time we have car dealerships. I myself would probably never go to a car dealership. I just don't. There's no incentive. They upcharge it. You're charging. You're paying for these people's salaries that work off commissions. When if you just go in a paper or an auto trader, you got some guy personally selling his truck that you know he took care of for the last however many years. I don't know. I yeah, just but you can't trust them either because you got so many scalpers out there trying to turn a buck. I don't know. I've never. I mean, I've always. Yeah, I know. You come out clean. I know. Well, I mean, just all my scenarios have always been like just. People, there's normal people. Well, They're the not one, like flippers. They're like, oh yes, I've driven this car for the last six years. I'm like, cool. Well, remember that Jeep Patriot I got? That happened. It was a little old couple. They was retiring, selling their stuff. It was a great vehicle, and a neighbor backed across the road up into my yard <laughs> and fucking totaled my goddamn vehicle. I had it like two months. Yeah, and that was after I sold my truck. And then you had that 300C for like a week. And then, yeah, 93-year-old lady T-boned me. I probably <laughs> took her license. Yeah, fucking cunt. Uh, <laughs> Goddamn. I mean, I just can't fucking win. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a fucking... I mean, I, I feel you. I understand. I have pretty shitty luck. Lately, I feel really nervous because lately... I mean, I would say for this year, knock on this wood here, um, my life's been okay. I haven't been too depressed. Nothing too crazy's happened. No drama for me personally, you know? And, uh, and I'm like, yeah, but that means that something's bound to happen soon. Like, that's normally my thought process lately. And like at my job, shit's been real fucking crazy. But like, I wish a good attitude there of like, you know what? Y'all can wait for me. I'm the in demand one. Damn it. Like, that's my. Well, my job's you know. just having to work out where I think they're trying to promote me and lock me in. But uh, I'm kind of, you know, backing off. I'm kind of like I'm the useful guy right now. So I'm not like married to it. If I like today, they tried to call me in. I'm like, no, I hadn't had a day off in 12 days. I'm going to take today off. Right. Y'all need to figure this out. I mean, everyone else calling in, like we said, shit. I mean, I haven't called in and uh, hell, I had a fucking goddamn assistant. That's like, I'm supposed to, never mind. I shouldn't say that on here. <laughs> I shouldn't say that on here. I feel you. Uh, all right. Let's see. Oh, the big actual news in the world, which I feel like we got to bring up because we kind of bring up every time. And I am in a world where, like, I watch way less news. And so I do feel uh, like I'm not paying attention to this stuff as much as maybe I should, you know, or whatever. But, you know, we're back on police are bad um, because they are shooting unarmed, you know, black people. And every video I've seen so far. I'm totally on against the police. Like, I'm like, that's fucking crazy that that happened. I still am for anyone that's new to this podcast. I don't understand why we're just cool with cops using deadly force all the time. I just I'm I've never understood it. I've never understood how it shoot to kill. They're the enemy. Like we're fucking in war whenever it's like citizens. That's the part I can't get over. And if everyone else is like people have bad intent or whatever, it's like, fine, let's get these motherfucker seals training or whatever. Like, I just don't get I don't get how like we get here, right? So uh, a, a couple videos. The main one people are talking about that I know of is uh, the woman thinks she claims she thought she had a taser in her hand and shot a guy with her gun, but she yells taser two times before she shoots him with a gun. They don't even feel twenty six year veteran. She teaches classes on this shit. Are you not looking down the end of your barrel? I mean, you see on the body cam, like, I mean, it's fucking crazy. Are you not looking down the end of your barrel? So you're not watching <laughs> what you're shooting. So you can't see what you're shooting. Bullshit. Right. And I mean, one's and you yellow. you got a two-handed taser. Do nope. you? 
Uh, I mean, this one's shaped kind of like a gun, a little stubbier, but it's yellow. Yes, it's got not yellow. Black. I mean, it's got <laughs> caution tape all over the motherfucker. Caution paint. Uh, so, but here's what shocked me. I have not watched the videos about that one. I didn't even know about that one. I didn't know what Dante Wilder, right? Maybe, right? I think. But I, I, I've seen some stuff about that one. I haven't watched the videos, but I have two fellow football players. One was International Guards Police Force. Now he's a teacher, and they're very usually controversial. More like, you know, not controversial. Um. They're the people on my timeline that they're more along the lines of you. They're always, you know, against the right side and, you right. know, making fun and all, all that. And it really shocked me that, oh, well, he should, he, he, he knew, he knew he had warrants at all. It doesn't fucking matter. A warrant doesn't result in a death. You could rob the jewelry store. A I don't means, think they should a be. A warrant means to bring them in alive. Right. I mean. You do. You go to fucking court. You do your time. I don't know. Like that's yeah, how our system there, works. It's not for executions to go out and kill people. To be sitting here and finally, like after a long debate with some of their people, that are like, "Are y'all serious?" And I'm sitting there just reading comments. I'm not being active. I'm just like, you know, because I was just like, I was thrown back by their take on it. Right. Because I'm even against this. Right. I don't want people killed for f- traffic stops or not to kill people, dude. They shouldn't even carry guns at this point. On tra- traffic cops should not carry guns, right? Um, I guess, or they should have it in their trunk. That way, if they're in danger, they have to make a decision to go get the motherfucker. And there was another. How about that big fucking video? I thought you were going to bring up, but now I can't remember. Um, what happened? There was some other video. Oh, there was a army. Uh, I think he was in the army. I know military people are. You know, they if if he was like in the Marines, not said the army, they would care a lot. But I believe he was in the army from his camouflage and he gets pulled over. And uh, this video's made the rounds lately. And he tells the cop, he said, well, sir, I'm scared to get out. He has his hands up and everything. And he's like, because I'm scared you're going to shoot me. And he said, and the cop goes, you should be. Dude is in his military fatigues driving a nice vehicle. I mean, I know that shouldn't matter, but you know what? We are going to stereotype. So even if you had to stereotype it like there's no need to feel danger in this situation. And the, the guy's just black. I mean, that is really the only thing. And uh, now, you know, everyone's once that yeah, guy. Like, did he tase this military guy? I think he that might was have. An, that was another one. Yeah, he, he tased him in the window. I think he might have. Um, it, I, mean, I just seen a clip of that. I mean, I didn't even really right. see the video. I know I haven't. I know I'm not as educated on this, like I said, as I need to be. Um, but it's crazy. And then I've seen the videos from, is it Minnesota, where all this is happening, wherever it is. Um and these cops are making plans like someone got some videotape. They're like, we're going to slash people's tires and we're going to come up behind them. And they're wanting the protesters to feel like a war zone. So they freak out and then they have a reason to attack them. And like cops are on our hot mic saying this shit. Like, again, like I don't understand how it's like cops versus citizens. I just don't think it should ever be that. And I don't get these how are like people we went to high school and grew up with. Why are y'all treating us like this? Stop it. Right, I just treating, don't get it. Treating minorities, stop it. Right, and and that's something. So I saw someone share this thing today because uh, I do think there's a lot to be said. You don't want to say it because I think people take it their own way. It isn't all black people. Cops do kill white people and they kill Asians and Mexicans and there's all these other races of people they kill. Right, and so every year, uh, cops kill. I think it's less than a hundred people, like just under a hundred people a year. Cops kill like this in this scenario, um, and about like eighteen are black or something, right? Like whatever the fucking number is, and um. If we could just when that happens, those cops get held to the same standards as a normal citizen would if they shot and killed someone. I think that would go a long way. Like people are like destroy the whole system. And it's like, honestly, and I don't really like cops. They're always assholes, even at traffic. stop. I mean, they always have that aggressive. Not all a lot, though, have that aggressive attitude. Like it's we're waiting for you to mess up so we can hit you with something, you know, yeah. and I, I hate that shit. Um, but I think if a lot of them go well. A lot of interactions between people, citizens and cops go perfectly fine. You know, so I do think it is dumb to be like destroy the whole system. But if they could in these scenarios, like when a cop shoots someone, maybe they're not a cop anymore. Maybe they lose their job. Maybe they go to jail if they that's negligence. Like right now, the one we mentioned earlier, the lady that claims she thought she had a taser. They're trying to get her for they're doing it for manslaughter and not murder because they say that's easier to convict on. But to me, that's you admitting that she didn't know she had her gun. And I'm sorry, like, and even if she didn't know, that's not a mistake you can make. And then you're like, slap on the wrist. That's like, okay, well, guess what? If I didn't know I had a taser instead of a, or didn't have a gun instead of a taser, no one's going to be like, well, well, you didn't know. No, we go back to the drawing boards and go to the manufacturer and be like, we have to change this. Yeah. Why not make the taser a thumb trigger? 
Yeah, do something. Do something different, right? It's not a bad and idea. My, I mean, make the taser a thumb trigger. That way it's no shape, form, like a gun. That would be helpful. Or make it where the cops, like I said, have to go into their trunk to get their gun. Yeah, I mean... Do I, not carry it on you. That way, if you're in danger, you have to make a decision. I mean, you can get out the way. I mean, and typically, you know, I think... Because I keep thinking about just gun ownership as well. Uh, you know, I'm a, a member of, like, some libertarian pages, and they have a lot of things of, like, you know, armed minorities are harder to arrest. <laughs> so, like, basically just saying, like, you know, black people, they all need to get your license for guns and shit. You know, like, y'all need to legally carry, and uh, you'll be safer because cops don't fuck with people that legally carry as much. But I do think... It's you can see easily here. They'll be like, "Oh, that cell phone I thought was a gun. I shot him." You know or what? I like, well, when you hand them your license, hand them your gun license. But what I'm well. saying in these scenarios, like right now, they'll pull up on a scene and be like, "I saw a gun. Shoot!" Yes, they, it is absolutely ridiculous. And it's like, uh, was it aimed at you? <laughs> Where are you in danger? But the way they word the reports is how they get away with it, right? Because I mean, I learned this in prison. If you can word a report and you are fucking good with words and writing. You're in the clear every time, no matter if you did it wrong. Right. You can word it in such a way that will fucking clear you of everything, dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure I right. learned it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, again, I hate to be uh, so anti-cop because I do think there's plenty of good ones. It's just when are the good cops going to be like, hey, bad cops, don't do that. And then what is a good cop going to do in a scenario in this? And I'm not even saying this woman's bad as an evil. I'm saying if her defense is she didn't know a gun from a taser, she's a bad cop because she's an idiot. You know, and then I don't honestly think that's true. I think I don't I don't think there's any way she thought that or I don't know. I listened to this one podcast on revisionist history about how people uh, in like car wrecks that accidentally they claim their brakes cut out. And like there's like everyone small someone have a car wreck and they'll claim their brakes just didn't work. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's like in so many percentage of the time it's in a rental car and then like all these other factors. And it's like the most likely explanation is people hit the gas when they thought they hit the brake. They, and then like in it's a foreign car and then they in their reports later they're like i slammed on the brakes and and the brakes were cut out and it's like that just doesn't happen like there's all these fell safes cars go through nowadays like that just wouldn't happen right like, and then they've done like a Mythbusters before where if like if you hit both at the same time it just cuts out the get like it just can't happen right and so something like that is like in this scenario i'm like maybe this woman really did for a moment she just so freaked out she's never been in this scenario and she really thought she had a taser, you know, but even if that's the case, she should still be held liable for that or actions. Yes. Um, I wasn't even warranted to shoot her with a taser. Oh, the person that she shot. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what they pulled them over for. I don't remember. If you're pulling them over for a traffic stop and they're not aggressively at you, there is absolutely no reason to point a weapon at them because they won't give you an ID. Fuck off. I, I mean, you're right. At that point, follow them to the police station. Why can't you do that? And Y'all someone, got choppers. It ain't like they can get out of your fucking side. I did see someone share the video of it happened sometime. I think about a year ago, maybe um, of some guy who pulled out a huge fucking assault rifle and smoked this cop right at a traffic stop. And then so people are sharing that to be like, OK, that's the one percent. Right, exactly. So people were like, see, that's why cops have to be ready with their weapon. And it's like, sure. And I guess I get it. I would argue that maybe this militarized uh, angle we've been playing for the last 40 years maybe led to that guy being that aggressive when the cop pulled him over because he was probably like fucking involved with the cartel or something like i mean like there's probably now, some if you're reason. like known going in to mess with like crime and mob and all that yes you should be packing right the traffic stop no I agree. I mean, I feel like, and again, I don't think the author, the liberals are saying like, you only need to have social workers. I don't quite think that's maybe. What happened to they had to call for backup before they could pull their firearm, you know? Right. Well, they just called the little thing. They're like, uh, I need permission to do this. And then if they can make an excuse, like I said, it's all paperwork. If they can make an excuse that they feel like my life was in danger because of X, Y, and Z, then I'm just going to do it and we'll figure it out later. Fucking words. The English goddamn language is whooping our ass again. Always happens. Um, all right, some little political shit. Uh, just I want to remind some people, you know, because I really like to try to stay in the middle. I spent the last few years hating Trump because I thought he was an idiot. Um, just because I mentioned Trump, I got to mention this real quick. I watched the whole QAnon documentary on HBO Max. There's like a six part one about thing. Totally the guy who started fucking 4chan or whatever is running it. 8chan, whatever one it was. He's just like half Asian looking dude. And um, 
Now, the documentary kind of wants you to think that because they never find exactly. But it's pretty obvious to me that someone that runs one of these websites just kept making up shit because the people were using their website because that's where Q was making all their official posts. You know, and it's like, I don't know. People are still out there going to believe it. And I still think there's fun conspiracy theorists or theories in it that you're like, sure, that's fun. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. But I do think the overall QAnon thing uh, with this documentary, it just shed a lot of light, you know, on it all. And I really, really enjoyed that. But um politics shit um joe biden is still building the wall on the mexican border i just want everyone to be aware of that so anytime people are like we had to vote for joe biden because of the wall and trump was building the wall guess what joe biden's keeping the contracts people have asked him they said nope they done i read a story the other day where they took these motherfuckers land with eminent domain and uh yeah i was like i mean it's just gonna be the status quo business as usual um, but none of the people that were mad about the wall for the last four years are going to be mad about it now. They're going to be like, well, of course we need some walls. I mean, and uh, that's how it's going to go. I don't know. They're just, I don't know about walls, but I just feel like there needs to be checks and balances 100% across the board for everyone. Like, everyone should be on paper somewhere if well, they're going to be in here that way in case a crime does happen. We could trace it and find out who the actual Well, we kind of criminalize the border. So, uh, I, again, I just listen to many fucking podcasts, I guess. I listen to a podcast about the re- the way the border is the way it is now is because we had this retired uh, Marine general. that They put him on the wall because they were like, we need to give him some fucking job and we need to get him out of here. And so they and he visited all every border station and he realized it's not it wasn't really cohesive. Right. And at that time, if you look at immigration stats and this is like the 70s or 80s, whatever it was, typically the way the immigration worked or people would come and work during the work seasons. And then they would go home during the winter and hang out with their family and enjoy their money they made. And then they would come back and they would go home. And there was uh, about as many in that came out. Right. It would all work pretty well. But then when this guy came in, they were like, they're militarizing the border and they started putting border patrol and they made, you know, all these uh, ice and all this other shit. Uh, when people now cross the border, ain't no way they're going home. So much trouble. They might get caught. So now yeah. they just stay in America and then they fucking live here. And then everyone else, it's like they leave. Like. I understand the idea, but whenever you actually look at the research, it's like, actually, I don't think it did what we thought it would do, you know? So after hearing that, I'm, and I'm as a libertarian, a leaning person, you know, that's like, it's just a fucking border. Like just because someone was born in another place doesn't mean they don't have rights or freedoms right. or the right to this job or anything else. And so I don't think it's I fair. just want to know they're here. That's, I just want to know people are here. For sure. That's all. And if they didn't have to go through so much bullshit at the border, I think people would probably be more willing like, to go through a, a person that I manage with, very good worker, very good person. She goes through hell to do it the legal way. Right. I mean, I get it, but people make it so hard. I under, also understand. I mean, friends, I pirated my beat making software for two years, you know, because I couldn't afford it or whatever. But eventually I went legit. Right. And it's all legal now. So I, I understand it's the plight. Now it's a very small scale. But like someone's like, you know what? I can't wait fucking five years in Ecuador. Like I just I'm fucking sneaking over there to make some money. I have to, you know, like right. this is my life. Like, I get it. I just saw I'm saying. So we probably just need a better system. But. I just want to bring that up because, again, I don't think the liberals who were fucking crying about kids in cages, they don't care when it's Joe Biden and the people that were like, we can't build a wall. They don't care when yeah, it's Yeah, I ain't heard Democrats. much of anything about it. and ain't, ain't, ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing changed. And no one's mad. Another thing is he uh, announced that uh, he's going to stay in Afghanistan, keep our troops there past our date that we had already agreed upon to leave because, of course, he is because. And, and the they already one- said they would attack if we stayed. I believe so. Uh, really, yeah, yeah. ISIS did say if we stay past that date, they are going to start attacking again. Bring and, them we, home. and we said, uh, well, we're staying. And again, just for the Democrats to be the we don't want the war party, you know, and they're all part of the military industrial complex. They're all just want to fund war because they don't know to, if they brought all the soldiers home, they'd be like, what do we do with them? We don't have the jobs. So, like, they're going to keep, they're just going to keep the war going forever. So, they don't want people coming in. And this goes back to immigration. I'm sorry. I just had yeah. a, what is it intertwined? We don't want people coming in our country, but we're not even wanting our own people back. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty you much. know what I mean? Come on, man. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. Now, something I've known for probably since high school, because I I cared a great deal about this Iraq and Afghanistan war in high school, because I thought George Bush was an idiot. It's what, what kind of got me in all politics. And I learned all the lithiums in Afghanistan, like almost all of it. And that's what all of our batteries are made out of, you know, and all these like Tesla cars and shit. And so they're... 
China's always said as soon as we leave, they're moving their military in because uh, they want the lithium mines. And so I do think. Well, that's a reason to stay then. I so guess. I do think there's a reasoning, but we, it just, I get tired of hearing the people like, we don't need people in the middle of all through their campaigns. You know, Joe Biden said, so just like Joe Biden said, he was going to expunge, they're going to federally legalize marijuana and they're going to expunge records. That was all part in his campaign. And then Kamala Harris or him, one of the two, has said recently that they've relooked at the plan and that just doesn't fit in what they can do during the first term. Or that something. sounds like a Kamala Harris thing because right. we all know what her rep was over in California. Very true. So I just, um, I just get annoyed because again, I think the most political people I see are liberals or the ones that think they're like the smart political people, and uh, they're just so quiet right now, right? There's no like, well, what about this and this? The only people I see is uh, shout out activated podcast GDQ who's been on here before. He shares a lot of shit about, and because I'd say they're liberal leaning about all the protests and the cop stuff. They've been on that for like two years. That's like all they do because it just happens so often. Um, but a lot of my friends that are so liberal and so you know call out all these things, they're very quiet now that Trump's not president. I would say that. I mean, no, uh, there are several people on our timeline. It was clear that they were just 100% Trump haters. Right. And I think a lot of Trump lovers were just Hillary haters. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think that is like the world we're in. So I'm not trying to like right. act like it doesn't go the other way. Oh, it, but yeah, it does, it's yeah. so annoying. It's just annoying. <laughs> now, I shared the Obama stuff because the Biden memes at the time were fucking on point. Right. Biden memes were really Biden good at that memes time. were fucking great. So I was not really that against <laughs> Obama. Goddamn. Them Biden memes were good. I mean, Obama was the first person during the second term. I started coming around to like, oh, presidents don't at all care about what they campaigned on. That's what I'm talking about now with Biden and right. what I said about Trump. Trump said a lot of shit he was going to do that he fucking did not do is or even like think the, about. Is it like the whoever takes president right now is just target board, you know? Yeah, pretty much. Um, all right. Well, that was our serious show for the week. My big revelation of the week, I will call it, is I've started making my own sweet tea. Now, for a lot of people, they're going to be like, yeah, what the fuck's a big deal? But I fucking love sweet tea. And here's my history with sweet tea. Uh, growing up, my mom would make it. Wasn't that fucking good. She put just enough sugar in it that it wasn't bitter because I couldn't do unsweet tea. But it was like just enough, right? And I'd go to like Rusty's house because Penny was a good cook, his mom. And her tea was pretty good. Uh, and my mom, to her defense, she didn't drink it. My dad hates tea. My mom doesn't like tea. So like my mom was just making it for me. So I was a kid and she was like, who gives a fuck? We'll put a little bit of sugar in it, I guess. But you don't know that. And I drink that a lot. And then when I got out on my own, I only bought red diamond sweet tea up until about a week ago. Uh, I would just buy gallons and gallons about two weeks ago, honestly, gallons and gallons of red diamond sweet tea. And then um, a few weeks ago, they were out at the store. There was none in the whole fucking store. And I was like, motherfucker, what am I going to drink this week? And I was real, real upset because that's just what I drink. And I went and bought the bags of tea. I've red diamond, same brand, you know. And I was like, I guess I'm just going to do what my mom used to do when she made tea. I mean, it came out fucking hard. I mean, I cook shit all the time. And uh, I look up a little recipe of Southern sweet tea, you know, some uh, Georgia recipe shit. And I was like, all right, we'll try it here, you know? And so basically it's very simple for people who don't know. You take a quart of water and you boil a fuck, get it boiling, put a bag, uh, into the pot, boil it for five to six minutes. And you pour that into a big pitcher. Then you fill the rest up with water, stir it. It's fucking good to go. Also, you want to put sugar in that shit before you put the hot shit in there. So it kind of liquefies in there. Now I started off with two cups of sugar the first time I made it. Cause that's what my recipe said to do. A little too sweet for me personally. It reminded me very much of when I go to Pow Wow's grandma's house. It's, it's, you can tell that's what they a do. A cup too. and a half for a gallon of tea. Okay, well, that's good. So I've gotten, every time I make it, I put just a little less sugar. I'm down to about one and three-fourths cup, and it's about perfect. But it's still a little too, it's a little too sweet. I'm not going to lie. It's like crack. Like, I fucking will down this drink. I'm like, and it's gone. Well, we grew up making our own tea. My mom is 100% Lipton tea. She'd buy the yellow box Lipton tea. Right. You throw on some water, throw a couple tea bags in, pour it over the sugar, add water, stir it up. I've been making tea for years. I mean, it's super simple. Right. I've always known it was. And my mom used to always make fun of me for buying gallons of Red Diamond sweet tea. And she's like, just make it. Red Diamond is the one to go to if you don't want to make it, though. Right. And I will say Red Diamond in the bag, like making it, is amazing. Like... I keep telling my wife this week because I've just been so amazed drinking. I'm like, I would have never in a million years thought I would make it better than it was in this fucking gallon. But of course it's better. I fucking just made it fresh. You can make it. To, yeah, you can make it fresh. Make it to your liking. Yeah. Exact specification. So I might still try a little less sugar this next time. 
like I said, right now it's it's very good, very, very hell good. yeah. Um, but like that the Kool Aid was two was two cups of sugar for a gallon, two you know a little two. Mm-hmm. So Kool Aid was always double. And I really liked uh, seeing the Kool Aid when I got to college. Started you know, grocery shopping. They had uh, I guess it's kind of like Crystal Lot, but it was like the Walmart Great Value brand. But it was like sugar free Kool Aid mix, right? And you mix this little bitty thing and a whole gallon of fucking Kool Aid. Or a gallon of water and then make fucking cool. And you're like, how the fuck does this work? There's no sugar or anything. But I tried to make one of those at the same time I made the tea. And like instantly my stomach started hurting. So whatever they put in it besides sugar, you know, like make it yeah. sweet. I'm like, whatever that is, does not, it does not work with me. So Hell I threw yeah. all that shit away. Um, but yeah, very much loving my I've new always sweet just tea got life. the uh, Kool-Aid packets. Mm. Yeah. Do it old school. Yeah. I remember as a kid making Kool-Aid stands with my friend do. And I was trying to sell <laughs> Kool-Aid to people driving down the road. Um, and our whole gimmick, and I mean, this is all dude's idea. You know, he's more creative, probably not giving credit for it. And he was like, we're mixing this flavor and this flavor and we'll have a special flavor. And I was like, fucking, that's a genius idea, man. Let's do it. And you know, so it was like blue raspberry and, and tropical orange. Oh, or some oh shit, he made, know? he made the flavors before, man. He should have, he should have marketed that or. Right. And Before we, that came out. And it was always good because, I mean, I remember as a kid doing suicides at the fountain. Yeah, place. everybody did that shit. And uh, yeah, I think mean, everyone tried it, but there were some kids, and I happened to be one, that would do it. I didn't really, I would just do it to be, because like other people would think it's crazy. You right. Know? And then I'd be like, oh, I'm doing the suicide. And then I, I didn't really like it, but I knew I would yeah, do it. Yeah, it really wasn't wouldn't. that good. Yeah, <laughs> but I was going to do it to prove a point, damn it. Yeah, do it just to be weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did a lot of shit like that, I guess, in hindsight. Um, then my video game playing, uh, you know, the PS five's really been taking a hit these days in the PR front. Uh, it's just not releasing games. Neither is the Xbox necessarily, but just all the news that comes out in the video game world, just how Xbox is killing it. Like this game's offered for free, not free, but it's included in game pass. They have this thing called game pass, which is like Netflix or video games. I mean, you could get it with your Xbox now. And you just have access to all these dope games, you know, and they added EA games in there and now Bethesda game. Like if it's just a fuckload of games for, you know, whatever it is per month. And it is like a really good deal. And I, you know, I look from my side of it and I'm like, yeah, that's fucking cool as shit. But they don't have PlayStation exclusives, which is like, that's the whole reason you have a PlayStation is because they have certain games that aren't available anywhere else, you know. But recently they did. They got the MLB The Show, which is like the best baseball game ever made. And MLB published it on an Xbox, even though a Sony development team made it and so it's fucking crazy and it's free on the xbox you have game pass but you have to pay 70 dollars for it on a playstation so it just makes your brain fucking hurt trying to figure it out and so you're like well yeah this is all some bullshit and then i would really like be like real upset but i've been so weird since i got my ps5 at first i was like really into games i was like i'm gonna go through my backlog and really kill it but i guess just music's different you know i go my ways i'm actually really into music I've just barely been playing it. You know, I'm sure a lot of people out there would love having it way more than me. I've just played PS4 games on it. Um, I've only bought one PS5 game on it. I don't even like the PS5 game I bought that much. And uh, lately I've been playing Stardew Valley, which is this farming sim game, which I've talked about for a couple months. And really my goal is to platinum that game. It's going to take forever. It's one of those, like, uh, it's a stupid goal, but I'm like so far, I've committed so much time into it now that I'm like, I just have to get, and I'll be so proud when I get it. I'll be like, that'll be the hardest platinum I'll probably ever get because I should have been so much time for it. Um, but man, it's been like, it's a motherfucker. I play yeah. like uh, just a little bit every night, just chipping away at it, you know, but yeah. like nothing gets me excited. Like I almost bought uh 2k, you know, like I love NBA 2k and you know, all these other 2k games. They made now a golf game. There's like a PGA tour 2k. And I was like, I kind of want to play. It's on sale for right now for like 20 bucks. And I've been staring at it all week and I'm like, nah, I probably wouldn't even really, you know, I would just get pissed. Cause that's <laughs> what happens. I get pissed at these fucking games. Cause I'd be like, God damn it. Fucking win. Shouldn't have, make it move that much. This isn't real, you know, or whatever I get mad about. Um, so anyway, video games, I haven't been as into them, but I want to be, you know, like I'm like, fuck, I just want the game to come out. That's like, that's awesome. You know, that's super badass. And probably ratchet, the next ratchet and clink. I think it comes out, uh, next month. Matt might do it, but we'll see. Yeah. It's like mine. They always ask why I don't play video games, but someone's like almost always on the TV by the time I get home. I mean, I work. You know, I get home anywhere from six to nine at night right. usually. So, yeah, that's our uh, big dog in it. You know, and kick, kick people off. Yeah, they get fuck out of here. Go I'd to your room. I'd rather go in my garage and smoke. Yeah, just get your little TV out in your garage, I guess. Well, I got a roommate that has that. I got a garage mate, I guess. 
Well, hook your Xbox up to your garage. Makes <laughs> shit, He's I got his up. Well, I got to get some more electricity yeah. flowing through the house. Tell you, tell you. All right, man. Well, I think that's about well, all I have. Well, we was going to talk about this little contraption. Oh, yeah. Oh, I my forgot. God. I forgot. about it. This thing's badass. And I, the reason I forgot is because it's so good. Um, so Skinny, I mentioned when Skinny was on the podcast, he has this thing called a Dr. Dabber Evo Boost, and he won it on April Fool's Day at a dispensary. It's a $340 electronic dab rig, and it's amazing. It's amazing, right? And uh, I was like, bro, this is the fucking shit. This is just great. And uh, he's just, you know, he gets all giddy and laughs every time. Like, I can't believe it. Oh, I won. Oh, you know, he gets all yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, at a dispenser I ain't even been to. Yeah. And uh, so it's great. And he comes over every Monday, um, you know, we make beats and he brings it and bringing it over. And it's like, man, this shit's awesome. But then when he leaves, I'm honestly, and I try to do my old butane shit. I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, comparatively, this just sucks. And I started inviting him over, like, hey, bring your motherfucking thing over. <laughs> and um, so I posted on Twitter about, man, I need to get one. Well, I was going to get a Puffco. And Puffco, I guess, is the number one brand out there of these type of th- rigs. And uh, they're really expensive. They're even more expensive than the one Skinny got. But they have an old model that was on Amazon for $200. I almost bought one. But I looked it up, and apparently a lot of them break or can go out pretty quickly. And uh, I was like, well, that kind of sucks. But this dude, I don't remember his name. He's like fucking Joshua tree or some shit. Uh, some dude on Twitter was like, you should look in this fucking G connect pen. And he sent me a picture of his, which is just like the one I have here. And uh, I was like, ah, oh, so it just like replaces your bucket, you know, or whatever. And then, uh, so if people don't know, it's uh, uh if you have a dab rig, it just goes in place of your, uh, what they call it? A banger. Bangers with the what we call a bucket, most people call a banger. Um, and then you um load up the dab in the top of this whole ceramic part, and then you put the battery on the side, you hold the thing or double click it, and it just heats it up without you having to use the fire, heats up to the perfect temperature, and then you get like three hits where you would have gotten one. And the second hit is way harder than the first hit. Right. And that to me, that's the biggest. So the reason I got one is because the amount of money I'm gonna save. I'm conserving, conserving the wheat or the dabs um, is because, yeah, you get like three hits instead of one and they're all huge and it's like pure, you know, it doesn't taste burnt. Like you won't fuck it up by getting too hot or no, whatever. not too hot, not too cold. You ain't going to get no miss hits. Right. So it's a game changer and snappy hit it for the first time uh, right before we started this. So, oh but, man, it was amazing. Right. Um, and <laughs> we are immediately after that forgot we'll to, talk to about say it. my tip money and then have mo order because he seems to save money on everything he orders i don't know the tricks yeah if you get one by the end of april they're having a 420 sale um but yeah also after it wasn't i was in checkout i looked up for any coupon codes and um i guess i need to wait to buy weed till this weekend huh yeah i bet people have some deals or some shit they also have a thing called a roam which is like it looks about the size of uh you know old dad break but it's looks kind of like skinny's thing Mm -hmm. you know um but it looks pretty cool as Have well. Have you tried so. out oh flower refined cannabis or yeah? Or oh, the, the one over at Billy fly, Sims. Yeah. I looked up the prices. Um well pricey. On their dab stuff. It was way too expensive. And I didn't really like this flower you brought out, you know, it wasn't my shit, which I know we have different tastes. Um I like some fruity taste and shit. Mm. Um but I was yeah, I looked up the price, was like, yeah, not worth stopping over there. Mm. I've been just going to my normal places. Oh yeah, for the dab stuff, yeah. Um, and even there, yeah, and, and there I'm probably gonna have to keep on, but I do want to find, I want to go to more stores and try out their dabs because I do think people have better ones, but I just hate going into a store and not buying anything. I know I should be fine with that. I should be able to walk in and be like, fuck all your shit. I'm leaving. But anytime uh-huh. I walk in, they, let me see your card. I'll put you in the system. And then for me to be like, never mind. Um, but yeah, like, uh, Supreme, this place over here, I want to go there. They don't keep any of their dabs in a, in a cold refrigerant unit. Yeah. And so I'm like, nope, done. Not coming here. Um, uh, oh, people, it just surprised me how people don't handle their shit, you know? All right. Like, there is a goddamn 28 fucking dispensaries in this little ass town, and you want to stand out, but you're going to fucking half-step it, you know? I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, their dab stuff, it was like fucking $35, $45. I'm like, fuck. Oh, I, when I was like 80, 60, I didn't see any shit for like 30 when I looked up on uh, Leafly. Huh. It was all, like, all over 50. Really? But... I could go in. We'll see. Someday. I want to go to all of them. But then again, yeah. I don't. Because it's a lot. But if I'm ever, if i ever ordering off DoorDash, I'll start going to all the dispensaries. <laughs> like DoorDash deliver weed now? Uh, no, but we could start that. For, um, yeah, we should. What's it called? Half-baked? 
uh, Mr. Smiley's or whatever. Mr. Is a Mr. Happy Play. Uh, can't believe I can't remember this yet. God damn it. Been too long. I'm going to have to watch it. Pick up the car with a smiley face. Bring him over to my place. Want to talk to Samson? <laughs> yes. There you go. All right. Mr. Nasca. Mr. Nasca. Perfect. All right. Well, peace, man. Peace. Makes me the